0: <coughs> hey. Hey, you. Did you know that Walt Disney personally hated the character of Goofy? He found him so inane and stupid that the only reason he was never removed from Disney canon was because it gave animators something to do. Did you know that we have a Patreon? <laughs> well, check it out. You can find it in the links inside the episode descriptions or at our official website. It's a great way to support the show and even get yourselves shouted out at the end of every month. It really helps us out, and we are eternally grateful to each and every one of you that supports us. But for now, honestly, I really hope you just enjoy this episode. i'm it's watching your bar talk right now
1: all right as long as you can see it
0: <clears throat> i can i can see it you know what else i saw i saw quantum mania
1: i saw quantum mania too
0: yeah you saw it before me
1: i did i saw it on but Thursday here's the night. thing
0: i know all of the stuff before you guys do i know like all of the credit scenes that's how i knew there were two
1: why could you cheat and like look up spoilers
0: no, I would never do that. Not on a movie like this. Not when no, I haven't. So like, I haven't done that since Infinity War, but I oh, did so do know... that for Black Panther. So Not Wakanda Forever. To... I did it for the first Black Panther.
1: So do you know because we told you, or like, what do you mean?
0: No. So like, I will look up spoiler free like things, like ten things you should know before going into Quantum Mania, kind of oh, things. Okay. But it's always spoiler free. And the first one is always stay for the whole credits. It's regardless of the Marvel movie. That's the first thing I look up is how long do I have to stay?
1: I look that up during the credits. Like when the movie ends, I Google how many there are. Cause I know there'll be the one after the like colorful credits. And then there's the yeah. boring credits. And I'm like, how many, how long do I have to stay for this?
0: Yeah. I mean, I usually
1: Google it in the theater.
0: <laughs> Cause I don't want to get faked out. Like I did in home, like everybody did in homecoming where it's just right. captain America. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you wait a long time for things. And then they don't pay off.
1: The one in Multiverse of Madness was bad with, like, the pizza guy or whatever. Oh, um, that
0: was so stupid. I hated that one.
1: But my God, did I ever like this one.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so if you guys haven't figured it out by now, I don't know what you're doing here. But we're here for Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania, which... I got to tell you guys, the fact that I didn't say a Marvel movie in 2022 was a top three movie for me was kind of mind-blowing. And the fact that I'm two months into 2023 and Mania was the most enjoyable movie I've seen in a while, I think that says a lot. That also is going to tell you how this is going to go, because I don't agree with any critical review of this movie in any way, shape, or form? I don't. I. That's not true. I shouldn't say that. There are pieces of this that I didn't like. But yeah,
1: there are things that could use some work, and I'm excited for us to dig into them. But I agree. I came out of this movie just so hot for yeah. the MCU, for, mostly mm-hmm. for Tom Hiddleston. I, I obviously, really, I had a lot of like unsavory things to say about what <laughs> I would like to do to Tom Hiddleston when I came out of this movie. <laughs>
0: Didn't we all? I texted
1: them all to Scott. It was graphic. Yeah, it um, was,
0: yeah it was, I was a part of all of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that happened.
0: Yep, we lived through that.
1: <laughs> the movie's like, oh, goodness me.
0: Yeah, and it um, kind of comes out of nowhere, too, because you're kind of like, all right, so Paul Rudd's like a smoke show, and he's funny as fuck. And then, oh, dear me, it's Tom. It's Tom I'm,
1: again. I was so excited to see Tom, my my fictional husband. Mm-hmm. Um pedro's One my of. fictional boyfriend no yeah. Pe- pedro is not we, we want him to do horrible things to us right hiddleston we could marry
0: <laughs> pedro can do horrible things to me next week <clears throat> when i don't see <laughs> right? his face for the next six weeks i'm gonna that beautiful beautiful helmet
1: not because it's not beautiful not because we don't like it. anyway Truth. um yeah Welcome tell me to about the conversation day. Scott and I have been having. Yeah, uh, so yeah, well, the last, like, for like 45 <laughs> minutes, I've been like, I have such a hard on for Pedro Pascal. Let me tell you about it for like the past 45. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so but we are actually here to talk about my other crush. Uh, and even that we're not really here to talk about because it's not really low key smoothie. But, it's not. Um, but all right, so quantum mania, uh, written by Jeff Loveness of Rick and Morty fame. So we'll talk about I don't actually have it like major in the notes, but we will talk about Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah. Um, directed by Peyton Reed, starring Paul Rudd, Jonathan Majors, Michael Douglas, Evangeline Lilly, Michelle Pfeiffer and Catherine Newton, who is Cassie. Mm -hmm. Um, this is the third ant-man movie the 31st mcu movie and the 39th property including the disney plus shows but not including the netflix and specials and Mm -hmm. stuff like that Um, and it's the first property of phase five so
0: it is and it kind of doesn't set it up that way at all phase four just kind of ends with wakanda forever and right,
1: because that came out after She-Hulk, yeah? After She-Hulk finished. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> Yeah. And then, like, She-Hulk didn't lead to really anything, so there wasn't any kind of, like, build-up for much. And then they were like, by the way, we're going to send up the biggest baddest of the biggest baddest. Like, oh, man, Thanos wanted to destroy, like, the universe. What if we destroyed, like, all of the universes? Yeah, Let's just go bigger. In comes Jonathan Majors as Kang the Magnificent or uh, Kang the Conqueror. But yeah, it was...
1: Okay, I need a hello, ca- Yeah, I'm like, we all hear Kevin, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan but... Majors is back, right? That's the mm-hmm. really exciting thing happening here is that Jonathan Majors is back after uh, last seeing him in Loki, which is what... Did Loki kick off Phase 4 or technically Spider-Man Homecoming did? And then it was Loki, or is that no that?
0: phase four was WandaVision?
1: And also oh, right, because Wandavision was actually the first show on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, and then Black Widow sometime around it's hard to remember because it was the introduction of the shows and it was also yeah, COVID. So COVID. it was kind of like weird the way it all rolled out. But yeah, Loki was one of the early phase four properties. So I enjoy this coming full circle as being the kickoff to phase five, like I I think one of the things that we said a lot in phase four was like, where are we going? What are we doing? And then we would remind ourselves, we have to think of this like phase one, not phase three, we can't compare mm-hmm. this to the last phase, we have to think of this as the start of a uh, saga, right? Yeah. Rather than like a phase three uh, comparison. So because we were upset that they weren't trying enough like things weren't connected enough or it wasn't leading up to anything. And it was like phase one didn't lead up to anything except for kind of forming the Avengers through post-credit scenes, but it wasn't like that big of, and then the Avengers happened. Right. It was just like, everybody gets a movie. There's some post-credit scenes and then the Avengers. So this was definitely more connected than that, but less so than phase three. So it was like weird, but I really liked this as the kickoff to phase five. Like this was like, okay, you met Kang, you know what, what the situation is. Like we've done some multiverse stuff um and now let's fucking go let's just go full steam ahead to kang dynasty and secret wars so i was like real stoked about this i don't know what everybody's whining about but i felt i felt good about it and we're gonna dig deep into this movie i think i think there's a lot for us to talk about we're gonna be here all night
0: there is and we will be <laughs> um
1: you and kevin who is now <laughs> sitting on my lap we'll yep i'll calm down
0: <laughs> um so we're gonna read the plot because it actually has been a why it's been four years since we've seen Scott at all.
1: Real, real time, you mean?
0: Yeah, he showed up at a in a brief cameo in Miss Marvel.
1: I think on with his, his, podcast. Podcast, yeah, his, like his podcast, yeah, with his audiobook or his podcast or something
0: like that. But yeah, so plot. Still on a high after his epic win in Endgame, Scott Lang is doing his best to keep Cassie's life normal, but she and Grandpa Hank have been working on a science experiment in the basement. By the way, I'm not going to read this parenthesis because it's 100% true, and I fucking love it. Just, now I have well, to. By the way, the STEM, <laughs> the STEM programs on Earth 616 are amazing, and they are. It's so bananas that she can just know all this shit. Um, and they are dragged into the quantum realm. There, they find out that Janet has been bullshitting them this whole time, and the quantum realm is not only full of sentient life, but also run by the exiled Kang the Conqueror. It's up to the Ant family, I love that, and I'm going to use that forever now, uh, to escape without letting Kang out too, but should we help the Rebel Alliance
1: <laughs> along the way? This movie is like a little bit chaotic. Yes, it's help Veb get holes. I, I was saying that the
0: whole time. How many holes do you have? He has seven holes, Veb.
1: And I like when he, like, you see Paul Rudd, like, think about that. Like, he's so so good at that kind of comedy where he's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So we uh, have said that we liked this movie. Um, And I wanted to address, like, as we dive right into it, the the Rotten Tomatoes situation. (sighs) Yeah, Uh, because it is a situation. Like, this has 48% on the tomato meter as of me taking these notes on, like, I want to say Saturday, so this mm. might have adjusted slightly in the last couple of days.
0: It's still around there, though.
1: Yeah, and a, and an 84% audience score, which that seems about right because, mm-hmm. spoilers, I'm giving this movie like about that, like a solid B, right? Yeah. Um, but the critic score is just insane. Like, there are moments where this could be better, but it is definitely better than Multiverse of Madness. Like, what is this rating? Like, it's like the second lowest MCU movie after
0: It's tied Eternals. with Eternals. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I'm like, why... Like, I liked this better than Wakanda Forever. Oh, like,
0: 100%. I enjoyed this so much more than Wakanda Forever.
1: And I I kind of... I want to acknowledge for anybody who's like, Wakanda Forever was really good, because it, it was. But, like, this is kind of my jam. So I acknowledge yeah. my bias in that. Like, this is my genre within the MCU. This is the stuff that I really like. I really like Ant-Man. Like, I'm not a person who, like, thinks those movies are, like, B. Like, I think those movies are an A+. I love both Ant-Man movies. And I love calm down. I mean before this.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like we just read that like, like
1: going into this, I love both yeah. the Ant-Man movies and I and Loki is my favorite thing and my favorite thing in Phase 4. Um and I just thought this was like a really sexy way to kick off Phase 5. Like
0: Yeah, it really was.
1: Literally and figuratively. Like <laughs> Tom Hiddleston was in this movie. You guys, and I had a sexual fronts. awakening upon leaving the theater. Like I fucking love Tom Hiddleston. Uh And I love Loki, and I love um, Mobius. Fucking, what's his name? Owen Wilson? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, so I understand that I have some bias here, but I thought this movie was really good. I came out of this, like... This was one of those movies that I came out of the theater being like, I can't imagine I'm not giving this like a nine and a half out of ten. And I cooled down after a couple of days, right? But I really came out of the theater like, this is fucking it. This right here.
0: Yeah, I i came out of it like okay i can see kind of where like critics are coming from with a lot of stuff but at the same time like dude this movie was a lot of fun it was it was funny it was crazy good plot building for someone we haven't heard except for a single episode in loki two years ago
1: right and who we know I mean, the announcement of Kang Dynasty was a given at this year's uh, Comic-Con, right? There was no question that... And this was, like, the first big SDCC where everybody was back in Hall H, like, physically there, like, post-COVID. Like, this past Comic-Con last summer was a big deal. It was a given that they were going to announce the next big Avengers movie during that Mm Comic-Con, but it is no coincidence either that they did that prior to quantum mania coming out. Like us knowing that King dynasty is the thing that's coming is crucial to how you absorb this, Uh, how
0: you go through this movie. And honestly, I thought it was really smart that they had to use Ant-Man as the vehicle to introduce King because he is a time traveling warlord in the move in the MCU he is a multiverse traveling warlord that has jumped through time all the time like he says which, it numerous times
1: which makes sense because we know everything that we know about the multiverse loops like time is a part of that right like time travel and multiversal travel are are kind of one and the same in some ways
0: and he even says it too. He's like, when you see time the way I do, it's hard not to want to jump to the end. But he gives it away. We're gonna talk away. about
1: that, by the way, because that was like a very Loki reference type thing.
0: Mm-hmm. He also gives it away, though. That time is a circle.
1: Right. So he shows. Well, he so let's shows just talk her. about it. He says that, and he shows the like Loki sacred timeline,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And is like holds it in his hand and it's like let's actually let's let's put a pin in that um
0: let's put, that. Let's
1: put a pin on that um <laughs> don't cry you're gonna make
0: me, don't cry. make me cry
1: um we're gonna get to that stuff with Kang I actually have more to say about that than I want to set time aside for right now <laughs> I'm like wait I have questions
0: <laughs> so in that case we're gonna jump into kind of what we do every time we review um a Marvel movie is what, what was, and was not working at least for the majority. Um, and this more than even black Panther, because it, black Panther got this a lot. Um, and there were scenes where rightfully it did, uh, earn it, but there were tons of scenes in this movie where I was like, did the visual effects crew just like take the day off? Or something like when they first get sucked into the beacon, I was like, this looks like unfinished. I don't know why it just like, it was weird.
1: I think I must have like a really un, like unsophisticated palette for this because it has to be like really bad for me to notice. I had no problems with the CG in this. I definitely could tell. That like Michael Douglas is on a green screen, like you, like it was obviously yeah. very much a green screen movie. Like there was no doubt, which makes sense. They're in this like crazy place, right? Like mm-hmm. it obviously was all green screen, and that's tough. I absolutely think that the MCU should be getting a hold of that Mandalorian technology. I think this would have looked better had they used it. The what's it called? I assume they didn't use it. The the room, the big circle, the
0: big circle room. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Um,
1: it I don't, I don't think, Fill it in think in they editing. did. I I have no idea, but I, I would think it would benefit from that because that always looks good. But like other than that, where it's just but I didn't think it looked bad and I didn't think that it looked like they weren't there. I'm gonna but have
0: to agree with Matt a on this one. Bad the, palette for this. Well I don't have a good sense of it. I think that's like a big part of it too. And that's what Matt and I noticed first. Um and I I do have to agree with Matt that the worst is modoc. Yeah like of and everything
1: thoughts on that because i with his text me from the from taking his kids to the bathroom in the middle of the movie to say that Modoc look like dog shit and i was like yeah. dude i i think he's supposed to
0: well no and i get it he's supposed <laughs> to look weird and goofy and just like stupid and i'm like that's fine and Modoc was really funny and <laughs> like it, it, it was really, it was a really clever way to introduce MODOK without having to reintroduce aim because we got them in Iron Man three. Um, But it was just like, I don't know. It, it felt unfinished. Like it felt really unpolished at that point. <laughs> Everything that involved Kang was that's, that looked like that's where all the budget went right was into making King look like a fucking badass and he was and I'm glad it wasn't one of those movies where it's like everybody's afraid of this guy and he's super powerful but as soon as we start fighting him he gets his ass kicked fuck no dude when he jumps down off the tower and he's on the platform and he's just blasting kids I was like okay so this is like a legitimate he's a legitimate problem
1: oh yeah for sure like and I agree I think I think he got a lot of the budget
0: oh he absolutely did um And then like when M.O.D.O.K. first appears, you're kind of like, this is just like a dude with a bunch of weapons. And oh, my God, his helmet's open. Wow, that looks really dumb. But like from a story standpoint, it all makes sense. It makes sense that he is found by Kang and that he looks the way he does. And that's why he became M.O.D.O.K. I'm fine with that. I have no problem with them changing the origin of Modoc. It just, like, from a graphical standpoint, there were parts where I was like, I had more problems with pacing and editing than I did with actual visual effects in this movie, if I can say that. Like, if if I'm going to get to the bottom of everything, there were parts where I was like, why did we just jump to this so quickly?
1: I think my, like, because I kind of don't mind the, um, CG didn't bother me. but I don't have a very close eye for it. So I'm like, you're probably not wrong. I'm definitely in the minority (laughs) of people who are like not perturbed by this. Like I was like, yeah, it looks great. Uh, But I feel you. But my issues were with the editing where I kind of was like, why are we... Like, I didn't like how we didn't see like Cassie and Scott get separated. I thought that would have been an emotionally impactful moment to see Scott's reaction to her being like taken away from him because I thought it was really impactful when he was like like i feel like if it was anybody else who was holding onto his hand and then got sucked in like if it was the other avengers and not him and his family and not cassie getting mm-hmm. sucked in which they do really quickly early in the movie get sucked into the quantum realm yeah uh if it wasn't Cassie, he would have probably stayed behind try to work out a solution to bring them back. Like actually this whole thing probably could have been avoided. Had somebody not stayed go, behind. Right? Yeah. A, yeah. To try and figure it out. Right. There's like, like we've rescued people from down there before. Like somebody should have not let go yeah. or not been stuck down. Right. But Scott did it because it was Cassie. Like there's no, and I'm like watching it and I'm like, no way and fuck. Do you not let go? Like she just got, she just fell. You're jumping. Like you're mm-hmm. going after her. There's no yeah, way
0: Absolutely. Shit.
1: So I would have liked to see her get, like, taken from him when they get kidnapped by the rebel fighters, right? Like, it would have been nice, which happens, again, pretty pretty quickly in the movie. Well, and they've reunited, and they're like, we're going to make it through this, and we're going to figure it out. We're going to find Hank and Janet, and then immediate, and Hope, right? I guess, who's technically in the movie, which that speaks to things we'll of, talk about later. Yeah. Um, but we didn't get to see that. It just edited straight to like, they've been taken. And she's like, dad, drink the ooze. And I'm like, that whole scene was really funny, but I missed an emotional beat. that got."
0: Yeah. I was just kind of like, first of all, that to me is just like bad writing. Like, why would that be the only thing that you said? Or like, why would that be the only thing that you'd say? Like, dad, drink the, like drink the goo. Like, why wouldn't you be like, drink the goo? It'll help you understand them.
1: Yeah, like, it's a like, Babelfish. That's yeah. all it is. Drink the Babelfish. Like, there's... it
0: I don't know. It just, like, that was weird. And, like, he's like, where's my daughter? What's going on? I'm like, you guys were just together. I did think it was really cool that people I never would have thought to be in the MCU are in the MCU, like, the guy from The Good Place, whose name escapes me.
1: His name is William Jackson Harper, and he is awesome uh i love him. he plays chidi adagonia Cheaty,
0: that's it place. yeah
1: mm-hmm. he's incredible and i was really stoked to see him yeah it is fun to see like well i mean fucking michelle pfeiffer and and uh bill michael murray Douglas. are in this movie michael Douglas bill murray is, in this is movie.
0: barely in this that was he's, such a fake out for me
1: he's technically i understand that he technically yeah. there were a few things in the trailer that were a fake out and we'll talk about one of them yeah but um yeah i i get you i don't think you're not wrong there was definitely some fake out advertising on this movie but michael or uh bill murray was still technically in the film so i it's like it's a crazy cast right but for like to be in here doing all this like ridiculous shit but i agree i like that we can have like Modoc, who i of course know you know Nothing zero about, to you know, nothing about time. right but like i mean i do from there was a modok show on U, uh, hulu that hulu. i did not watch but it made me aware of who modok is and like i'm enough in the culture to like get it like i understand mm. where there's differences and like basically what Modoc's shtick is in the comics mm. um and i think it's really fun that we can just like have that in a movie like similar to how in multiverse of madness there just was that guy that was like a sentient fucking like sheep or something wasn't there a man that was like a giant ram or giant bull? There was bull man Oh everything.
0: yeah at kamartage and yeah, we're just Comartage. like we're not gonna ask about this because that's the thing. It just it's whatever. There's magic And
1: in our in our review I said this too, right? Where we were just like, Yeah, this is great. I don't need I don't need or want you to explain this any further. <laughs> like just this is great. As it are. is, ten out of ten. That's all I needed. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. Um really worked for me that they just put this random shit in here and people are just like, I'm here for it. Like reminds me of when uh, guardians first came out and people were just like the MCU, like have you seen the honest trailer for guardians?
0: Yeah. Like they just have aliens and shit now. It's just like,
1: it's a raccoon fucking deal with it. Like, you know, the fat guy from parks and rec, we're going to turn him into a sex symbol. Like come to the movies. Like we just, (laughs) so I, I think this is just a great further example of this, but like I did, I did enjoy these quantum realm characters. I thought they were fun. Uh, I, I was a little bit like, wish that we'd stayed more focused on Scott and Cassie, or like given Hope a character arc. But I, like, instead of just these sort of random cast of characters who are like doing a thing that's important, and it sort of is like the big sky beam scene at the end of the movie, basically. But I kind yeah. of was like, I, I sort of don't care about you guys. I'm not convinced that we're coming back here, but I'm also not convinced that we're not coming back here. I actually think we're going to talk about it. Most of what I want to talk about is in like predictions of what all this means, yeah. which is why I, I kind of don't get why people are not stoked on this in terms of building phase five. Yeah, like I have what it can like, do. Oh shit, like now this could happen. But I, I think um, one of the things that was tough about this, that kind of qu- comes from the setting, right? Cause we're kind of talking about mm-hmm. like the quantum realm and all the things that are happening down there. And it's like, it changed the setting so much. I think a lot of people are having a hard time with that. I think that's why some of these negative reviews exist because it's like, we're not like big stories, little places anymore. Like you can't tell when people are shrunk or not shrunk. There's no like, um, like the scene in the briefcase or the bathtub or the oh bed, yeah you know in the first yeah. movie where it was like the train set Tom and Thomas the Tank Engine and that's like the big yeah. final set piece that was something that people really loved about Ant Man was and the second one had a lot of it too with like carrying the lab around as a yeah
0: suitcase. as a suitcase yeah
1: yeah the and the sm- the cars right? Like all that was extremely cool. And that's kind of the whole thing for Ant-Man. So setting this thing in the quantum realm and making it so that like, yeah, they're shrinking and they're growing and they're fighting and things, but you don't get those, like the setting being, you know, little world. Yeah. Right. Like all this drama taking place in the bathtub, like you don't get that kind of irony in this movie because of the setting. And I think that changed a lot about like it being an ant, like that's kind of what makes an Ant Man movie an Ant Man movie, and it changed a lot about that. And I feel like this movie was supposed to be like Ant Man's graduation, right? A lot of these like third movies in their trilogies, yeah, we're switching it up. Like think about Ragnarok or Civil War;
0: mm-hmm.
1: those are like really different movies from what came before. What Ragnarok we had before,
0: before them, yeah,
1: people. yeah. And this is like really different from the other Ant Man movies, while still being the same. Like if you watch the original Thor. Or even Dark World, there is a lot of this like silly Chris Hemsworth comedy. It's there, mm. yeah. but you don't like watch Thor and be like, oh yeah, this is like some goofy space cosmic like like Jeff yeah. Goldblum's gonna be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't you don't predict that, but you can look back and be like, I get how this is the progression of the character. This is cool, right? right? With like Thor, they did it really really well, and I feel like people are jarred by them trying to do it with Ant Man. Of like, we're going to make this bigger and different. And it's like, I want to fight in the bathtub. And it's like. I
0: I think it's because that's where we started. And like, we got all these other serious movies. Like, we got serious Black Panther. And we got, like, Winter Soldier. And, like, Iron Man 2. And all that stuff. And then we started Goofy with Ant-Man. Like.
1: Right, it was one of the first, like along with Guardians, the first like actual comedies, which this yeah. still is, for the record. This movie is very much a comedy, but it's it's not the, the palate cleanser that the other Ant Man's have been. This no. is like some real heavy, like let's start the phase and with really a in a lot kind of, ways, of thing. Let's start the saga, right? Yeah. Like rather than let's close things out on a funny little Ant Man movie, and also <laughs> here's like. A post-credit scene that's going to get you stoked about about Endgame, right? Because remember, the second Ant Man came out between Infinity War and Endgame, right?
0: Yeah. So the that
1: and Captain Marvel,
0: Ant Man and the Wasp ends with the snap.
1: Yeah. So Infinity
0: War happened, and then Ant Man and the Wasp came out.
1: Exactly, and that is kind of the plot hole that I think we need to address here too.
0: Yeah, so that unfortunately was like the first thing that I took notice of First of all, at at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp Janet has some kind of quantum realm powers Which is how she's able to stabilize Ghost
1: Right I guess so
0: fine but then that never comes up again. She doesn't have them in this. But also, like, why Why did time not dilate when they came out of the quantum realm again? Because they were in the quantum realm for such a long time this time. Well,
1: like, they were there for a days. day. No, they were only there for a day. Like, they say that at the end. And it's one of the funniest lines in the movie when Scott is like, He's like, a lot has happened today, right after Modok dies.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah.
1: A yeah. happened today. That was, I You've experienced myself. a lot today. That was such a funny line. It was so well delivered. Like, right after Modok dies and nobody gives a fuck. It was the funniest like- scene in the movie. And he's like, <laughs> at least I died in Avenger. And they're like,
0: and he's like yeah. Yeah, you're. You're in, buddy.
1: Totally, Darren. Like, they were like, he was so funny and he dies and Scott just turns to the rest and goes, oh, "A lot happened today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's good. I, I will give you that. So, yeah, that they're hilarious. there for, like.
1: But I agree. I agree with you overall that, like, like, sometimes there's time dilation and sometimes there's not. Like, the ants go through at the same time as them. and there's They go there, through a there, thousand of years.
0: years of evolution. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, fucking weird, Scott went through time dilation when he went at the end of Endgame. But the biggest plot hole for me, what I'm really talking about here, like, that all totally. Yeah. But at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasps, we see them using the quantum tunnel to go down there. Like, that's where Scott is during the snap. He's in the fucking quantum realm. And he says he was down there for five hours. And so I'm like, okay that is not a post-credit scene that you can just write off. Like, there are some post-credit scenes that are like, what? Like, when Thanos has the gauntlet after, like, Avengers or whatever, and it's like, I'm not sure that made sense. But it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, fucking whatever. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. This... Post-credit scene matters. This was the setup for all of Endgame. This is the way that they saved the world, was because Scott was in the quantum realm and gets brought out and therefore knows how to solve, solve time travel through using the quantum realm. And not only is there like the time dilation thing is like not a thing in this movie, except for the ants, but like why didn't Janet say anything? Like it's such an obvious retcon that she just was up there, like yeah, let's totally travel to the quantum realm like minutes after she had just escaped from Kang. And it's like, why do you feel like this is legit? And also, Scott, why didn't you notice any of that in the five hours you were down there? The fuck were you doing? That they did because and or like they would have noticed him if they're if sending signals down there got everybody all hot and bothered.
0: So that's what I'm saying. How did Kang? Yeah, how did Kang not know that Scott was down there? And the or, whole time.
1: And, and the bigger the biggest problem for me is why didn't Janet say anything? Cuz in this movie she's like you can't send signals down to the quantum realm and I'm like bitch, you've been building the quantum tunnel. So and the only thing nothing. I
0: can think, literally the only thing that I can think is the reason why is because Janet has a throwaway comment when they all get down there that she's like you never thought to look deep enough you never looked beyond the void you never looked beyond subatomica and
1: yeah it must be some different that, place
0: it kind of works but the problem is if that's the case why did scott know about that why did scott know that the quantum realm exists out of time and space
1: it's genuinely like that was a weird plot hole that did not
0: no make i'm gonna that i i thought about that too i was like why didn't kane come for scott then
1: it's more just why didn't janet say something that's what bothers me the most it's not like i feel like uh, you're right all of that is still a plot hole but like you could you could fucking wash that away with some bullshit of why they didn't notice like it's frustrating but you could you could shrug that off but like why janet didn't say anything that is a retcon like this is not just like a a slight continuity error this is a retcon like Mm. why would she be okay with them doing that like that, uh,
0: yeah, she was like helping them and had the controls and everything. And they were happy and whatever. And then now she's like, anytime you could talk about the quantum realm, she has like a fucking panic attack and she's like, we have to, like, we cannot go down there. And then the minute that they arrive, she is literally terrified for her life.
1: She's like losing it as soon as she hears yeah. that they're doing this at all. Cause they're, cause, because Hank and Cassie are like tankering in the basement, which I think it's so funny that she calls him grandpa Hank. And I'm like, yeah, you guys have known each other a really long time. Like, when does this movie take place? How far are we at? That's the other thing
0: that really irritates me about this is, number one, we don't know how old she is because she's 16 in Endgame. When Scott, or in Infinity War, when in Endgame, I'm sorry, in Endgame. Yeah, she was like 11 during Man
1: of the Wasp, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's 16. So she's 15 or 16, sure.
0: So this has to be like within the next two or three years.
1: Yeah. It's like enough time for him to like produce a book and mm-hmm. like, advert for Kamala Khan to be listening to it. Right. But they don't like reference the, well, Spider-Man is sort of a known entity, right. Which tells me it's obviously, yeah, it's but they've
0: known about Spider-Man you know, since civil around. war. So no, but I
1: mean the public, like the guy who thinks he's Spider-Man at the, at the deli or whatever, the coffee shop when he's like oh you're oh that's just an
0: old man -Man. not knowing that he's ant-man not spider-man they just know that spider-man exists but that's what i mean the
1: the people in san francisco know about spider-man yeah like he's well i guess he helped save the world and wasn't it i guess the end game i guess they all know about all of them after end game everyone's super famous which i actually really enjoy that as a continuity thing that like falcon and winter soldier you see it too like, them all getting free stuff. Yeah. Like that's like a. I like how that's um, in continuity, that everybody kind of knows the heroes and recognizes them and, like, gives them cool stuff. And, like, She-Hulk has some shades of that. Like, we see... Dr. Yeah, Strange deals with that. Yeah, she knows who yeah. they are. That's a fun through line in Phase 4. Yeah,
0: um, I mean, I, I like that. My My problem is... First of all, why... Did we choose just not to bring her mom and stepdad back?
1: Like, even at the
0: me birthday though. party.
1: Yeah, you know, why are they not there? And they're in every movie yeah. and their whole thing where they like, they love Scott, like the stepdad, like totally loves Scott. Like, that's always yeah. so heartwarming to me about Ant Man movies that it's like, yeah, we want you to do better and not steal and not go to jail and like not right. be a bad influence on Cassie. And like, you can't show up at the birthday party, like in the beginning, right? In the first movie. Yeah. Um, they root for him so hard, and they stand up for him so hard every time. Like they fucking support Scott, and they want the best for Cassie, and they set boundaries when they need to be set. But like, they love Scott. I can't believe they weren't in this movie. Like i I was like, did is it cause COVID? I don't understand. Like, why weren't they in this? It was weird that they weren't there.
0: So before we go any further, because you did say this, uh, or because we did bring up COVID, I do think it is important that. We make a conscientious comment about hope's lack of presence in this movie is more than likely a direct result of her being a COVID denier.
1: <laughs> oh, nice job, Evangeline, Lily. I yeah. think I had heard that that she yeah. like she wouldn't get vaccinated. Mhm
0: uh,
1: <sighs> all right, well,
0: yeah, um, it was. That makes sense, then. Yeah, and I actually just found out about this, so, yeah. I think I've
1: heard people allude to it, uh, if not call it all the way out. Yeah. But, but she, I, think, I mean. And
0: I think that's a big part of the, because you're, like, honestly, if you guys watch this, half of the movie, you're like, oh, yeah, dude, I forgot Wasp was even here.
1: Yeah, Hope's like, I here. Literally I really just, liked I, her when she was.
0: She was. That's she was awesome. And I love exactly. the changes to her suit. It's sick as fuck.
1: Yeah, she looks like super cool. And I really like her and Scott. I like everybody's relationships in this.
0: So that was the other thing that kind of bothered me. I don't remember too much about the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, but I don't remember them being officially together.
1: No, they totally are.
0: Are they? Okay, because this one I was like.
1: Gamora and Star Lord are. Like I, I would say, there's as little question. Like I would question them being together.
0: No, like you know that movie. they're into each other and like they're date, like they they like they have affection for each other, or whatever. This one, they were like, "I love you, I love you too."
1: They like yeah. live together. No, I think well, and they call him Grandpa Hank. Like yeah. it's like I think you that's kind of
0: where I'm at with that
1: one too. I, yeah. Well, so I think that. Um, Are they
0: married, or like, is that why the parents no. aren't around anymore? Or, like,
1: no, I don't think because they mentioned the mom. No, I think that that was because something random they cut that scene or fucking and it's yeah. too bad they should have had those guys in it i really it's the guy from it's it's ray what's his name isn't it from everybody loves raymond and many other
0: things no but That's i bad. love you for thinking that because they are very similar he is, is somebody who uh, looks just like him yeah he looks just like him
1: yeah. <laughs> he's awesome though like they should and the mom is i can't remember either like who anybody is but i uh, love yeah. those two and um i thought it was too bad that they weren't here but no, it was just I weird. think that they're as much together as like, you know, in Infinity War when it's like, or in Endgame rather, when it's like all of a sudden Gamora and uh, Peter Quill are like, it's like really a thing. Like no yeah. one's questioning it. Um, and they're like in love and it's like, this is the boyfriend. And they're like, it's not. Oh, Infinity War. That. Yeah. In Infinity like War it. Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Infinity War. Sorry. Not Endgame. Cause she. Cause that's does,
0: how he gets but, the soul stone.
1: Right. But um. I think this was as little a surprise as that was because when you leave Guardians two, they're like, Oh, it's just some unspoken thing. Like they've like been explicitly not together in Guardians Two, like having yeah. a conflict. And then by the time we open up in Infinity War, they just are, and it's like, Great, I accept that. Like that's yeah. the same way I felt about
0: it. I think this. it's so just I like, didn't yeah, remember. I'm not like, ew, that's weird. There's no setup for this, but like it just I just didn't remember that. That they were yeah, like, they just that close. Sort of because are. they don't even have a reaction to each other. Like they don't have it, like during Endgame when he's like, we've got to get to the van because that's where the the quantum device is or whatever. Like, they have a
1: nice little like look and nod to one another. Yeah, and, and I, I think, think that's th-
0: like I'm fine with that because it's Endgame and we've got like thirty thousand fucking heroes doing their own shit. So.
1: And for yeah. them, I mean Scott, yeah, he's had the the length of Endgame right? He's yeah. done the time heist, but apart from that, he wasn't gone for five years. He had five hours in a time heist, and she's had no time. She's snapped, yeah, so she's it's been... not like the two of them are like, oh, it's been forever away. haven't seen each other. Let's have a reunion. They both just nod to each other like, shit's going down, huh? Like, yeah, yeah this last few hours since I last saw you have been really hardcore. Like, it's like, a lot's happened today.
0: a <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> okay. lot's happened today.
1: <laughs> they're fine, but I like their whole thing where they just sort of give each other a nod. Like, they're not super... Yeah like um you just know emotional together they just sort of are together they're very business the two of them and i kind of like it i like their (laughs) relationship it's like kind of unique they don't have this like desperate like i'm worried about your safety i love you you know like the usual superhero trope like they just sort of are like rolling with their shit like she's there in the car and like cassie's like getting arrested and She's just like, oh, shit. Like Cassie says, like, something really mean to Scott about, like, well, if you had been here, like, the five years he was blipped, right? Yeah, And it's just like, Hope just looks at him like, damn, burn. Like, but she doesn't, like, they have a cool little thing that they do. I really like them together.
0: (laughs) My my last thing I'm going to say on this before we move on to the next part is um, I'm really, I don't know why. I'm just, I don't know why, but I'm not a fan of them recasting Cassie.
1: Oh, I liked Cassie and didn't notice. Uh,
0: Yeah, she's a completely different person. Um,
1: Did not notice. Would have to look.
0: I don't mind it, but like... (sighs) I'm surprised that she didn't have a wasp suit. This is just me being like, like... I can't understand why if you were given the option like i want the wasp suit or i want the ant-man suit why wouldn't you take the wasp suit every time the wasp suit can fly it can shoot it can oh, do I everything the i was Ant-Man like or she can, can
1: have her do. own cool purple color yeah or um, no 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 not like yeah, that her but suit like, looks looking sick but i also wondered why she did not choose to have a suit that had wings like what yeah. why why doesn't scott have a suit that have wings why is that not seen as like an upgrade where like everyone should have it like you guys are running fucking windows 95 right now why do you not have wings on your suit put some fucking roller
0: skates on or something like if tony
1: stark was here he would have been like are you guys fucking kidding me why are like half of the team in the mark one like why is this happening (laughs) like i so yeah i absolutely agree that she should have wings on her suit um it yeah. might be as a way to avoid gendering that, because if there are only three, and it's like I don't know, uh, if that, I guess that's it's true. not like Scott upgraded to them. That's yeah. the thing. If if she was going to avoid Scott, would have
0: Scott would have had him by then a, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't understand why they wouldn't do it for all of them. So I guess it makes sense to like if now this is the I guess this is the third suit. If we discount Hank, right, and like the OG suit, yeah, which, which Scott's suit is just sort of the next the, the next R2 one, of. yeah. Um. If we discount that cassie suit is the what creates a pattern yeah being the third one so it does kind of and the fact that we're talking about it validates that, that like it does sort of say something like what you do with that it sets what is standard and what's the exception when you're able to now do a two out of three so it would be pretty lame if your main good gay uh had the shittier version and everyone else had a better suit and like he sucks then he's the one the movie's named after is like that's that's rough. Like I could see deciding this. Yeah, that's why I'm kinda like, why the (laughs) fuck? they're so like hope is special because yeah. only hope gets that because hank only wanted hope to have it as my head cannon? is that he's like no, nah, that's the suit for my wife and my daughter and y'all can fuck off you don't get wings like that's, that's my technology fair. fuck you that seems very hank pym right that
0: is very hank pym i'll give you that yeah definitely
1: <laughs> i saw i know we're like way off topic and we'll circle back but i saw a um some other review or something that i was reading about this or a tiktok about it or something that was like um oh no i lost my train of thought and it was funny. Damn it yeah shit um what were we talking about that never happens to me
0: I can't believe you right now
1: the suits and then it was like not gendering the suits suits. oh oh I remember what it was wait I think I do oh my god I'm kind of fucked up a little bit it's like right there I can like just about like no it was about um oh Hank Pym and like what a fucking badass Hank Pym is that like this technology has existed since the 70s but nobody else can replicate it to the point that in Endgame they had to travel back to Hank's lab like nobody else can make a Pym particle that like fucking Kang cannot figure this out except to get the Pims. that is the yeah. only way he cannot create it that nobody else can make this no one can reverse engineer it they were trying to reverse engineer shit in the first iron man movie and since the 70s nobody can do this hank pym is yeah. just like holding on to his tech so that's what i mean that that's in character for him maybe he's just holding on to the wings for the, for his girls and that's that's the only people he's gonna give them to so
0: to you actually have just presented me with another plot hole
1: and his granddaughter doesn't get it either. So the whole thing is just they all don't have good suits. But go on. Which one did you find?
0: Darren develops the yellow jacket suit in the first Ant Man. Without.
1: Him. Hey, yeah, you're right.
0: So why didn't Kang just ask Darren to replicate the Pym particles?
1: I would have to go back to the first Ant Man to clarify that, like, that's like that he actually knew how to do it. That they didn't like.
0: He does they don't because he he, that's the the whole reason that Darren has kept him around is because he needs him. He need that's why he tries to break into the house halfway through when he overhears that they're gonna break in and steal the yellow jacket suit. Yeah. They because they they can't let him finish and let that suit become operational. I have to
1: rewatch that movie.
0: Yeah. It just like I was just thinking about that right now, and it's like that it's the whole reason that they have to stop Darren is because if he militarizes that, then it could have like catastrophic,
1: right? But I just effects. mean, like, I remember that, but I'm like, could Darren actually have like done that from memory in the quantum realm with no access to anything?
0: Oh, like, yeah,
1: files or plans or like anything. i guess that's
0: true but like, king would have
1: like off the dome how to well and like <laughs> I, yeah. I mean i guess
0: king <laughs> is like limited to whatever his suit can do for him right now because that's all janet turned on because she threw the probability core away right <laughs> but like she it was plugged into long enough for his for so the chair is his original ship is called damocles and they don't. Right, I'm going to make... stop
1: you right there. I'm like, how off track are we about to get? because we're, we're not. I'm just
0: to... saying, like, okay. I'm trying to remember, like, <laughs> he.
1: Like, Wait, hang on.
0: It was just, like, more for me. Like, he doesn't call the suit or the the chair anything. He doesn't, like, call his city anything. It's just, like, the empire that he made or whatever. That's fine.
1: Right. But. His, like Quantum Empire. It's
0: Quantum Empire, yeah. Which the other part about him, never mind. We'll get into that later. Uh, yeah.
1: We. I'm like, let's. Yeah let's circle back where we sort of ancillarily if that's what, which it's not a word, but I say that a lot. Yes, you do. Um, it's not how you use that word. Uh, but <laughs> we were sort of circling this topic of getting into the ant family a little bit, um, yeah. which is like always the heart of these movies. And like, it's totally a Fest and the Furious movie. It's all about family. <laughs> yeah, so, Totally is the ant family. And this is awesome. And I like how we have a lot of sort of intrafamilial like conflicts and plot things happen yeah. right we have like the PIM family and the and the, that they get separated like this right that the, right. the two langs are separated and the pims are separated and they're trying to find each other because they're all a family but we have all these kind of dynamics happening between them and their little separate you know i was going to say space adventure but microverse <laughs> adventure yeah well <laughs> whatever wherever we are um <laughs> This crazy green screen that we're having the movie in. This
0: quantum adventure. Do you guys just throw quantum in front of everything?
1: Are they kind of doing it amazing. So yeah. <laughs> um but so yeah, so this whole thing is like Janet's keeping secrets. Yeah. And Hope is upset and that's kind of the closest that they get to an arc and I hear you on like like get vaccinated, guys. Like that's <laughs> Come on. Well,
0: it's just like, dude, she had to be in the movie because she had to be the vehicle that drove Janet to like well, have a reason not to talk about it. She's
1: in the movie. Like she's Hope. Like yeah. she was going to be there. They could and and they did have a little thing going on with like her being. They just didn't like it didn't deliver quite. Like it's not that it wasn't yeah. there, this little character arc. Like, it, it felt
0: more like that. a necessary thing. Like Hope was only there to keep pestering her mom about what was going on cuz Hank didn't care.
1: Well, I love it. He was just that. like, this shit's was- crazy.
0: Have you guys seen this? And that broccoli's talking. And holy shit. He
1: was and all that just happy stuff. to be there. Yeah. And I loved that. He was just happy to be in the quantum realm with his family. Yeah. Michael Douglas just looking around that green screen, just like, yeah, this is the best. Like he I really liked him in this. And I liked him and Michelle Pfeiffer are so funny. I like when they're yeah. talking about their sexual needs.
0: Oh, she's like, I have needs, Henry. He's like, Well, there was someone I had too named Linda and hope is just like oh my god
1: <laughs> And I, I like when uh, i know hope is so offended and then i like when janet's like oh why didn't it work out because they i love their sort of like older yeah. adult relationship yeah. where in a lesser movie or younger characters they might be like oh you did what now yeah. But it's like they were away, they were separated for like 30 years. I mean, even in Outlander, they have that argument, and it's like 20 years. And I'm like, guys, sit down, yeah. or she fucks somebody. What do you think, Jeannie? Unbelievable. Like, yeah, but, but I love their sort of adult relationship where like Michelle Pfeiffer, like, doesn't care at all. She just is like, why didn't it work out? And I love when
0: Michael yeah. Douglas
1: is like, she wasn't you, baby. And I'm like, yep. mm, that's sexy, even though you're like an octogenarian. Like, oh my God. I- <laughs>
0: Also, there was a part in this movie that made me think of you, like, so hard. Was, uh, when they When they first get to the bar, and uh, <laughs> Hank is like, excuse me, I'm new to your customs and not familiar with your ways, but do you have a beverage that will get me drunk? <laughs> <laughs> and the bartender's like, I sure do. And he hands yeah. him something, and then the broccoli guy comes in and sits between them and looks at Hope and just goes... So what's your story? And Hope just goes, unbelievable. <laughs> it just made me think of you so hard. <laughs> like, this is exactly how it would go down if
1: Lindsay got sucked down there, too. It's, that is exactly what would happen. I mean, both sides of that. Like, I yeah. could be Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly in that moment. <laughs> I'm just... That tracks.
0: And then they just walk away. Like no one even addresses that the guy was talking or whatever. He's just like, What's your story? She's just like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just
1: away. Walks away. She's just like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's exactly what I would do. That's you're not wrong. Like yeah. I'm like,
0: what? I really um, like that. And yeah, he is mind blown the whole time. Like they're actually like dealing with shit and wild and whatever. And he's like, I Hank, never even yeah. thought of like looking at this. And then the ants show up and he's like, It's fucking the
1: ants it's or the whatever. Ants and he's so stoked. Like that was fun in the end. Uh yeah. fun version a civilization. of a big Sky Beam. <laughs> just to have like super intelligent ants come in and like yeah. and I I really liked uh, i did i liked him being mind blown i liked him growing the pizza in the beginning like he was fun in this
0: yeah they have really funny banter and he's like did you see what i just did i just fed the entire table with uh like a coke can size of pizza she's like your nobel prize is in the mail <laughs> he's
1: <laughs> like i saved eight bucks <laughs> I'm like yeah he's like i saved out.
0: eight bucks that's what it was yeah,
1: Hank, fucking Pim, you need those eight bucks <laughs>
0: <laughs> also it's san you francisco let's that. be real that's what you would have paid in taxes for a pizza
1: no kidding well, they have that call out with the coffee, right? The $12 cup of coffee. Oh my God. Yeah. At the beginning for it's free. Him.
0: And then he's like $12. And he's like, $12? Okay,
1: holy okay. shit. Yeah.
0: $12. Also, I feel like, so PG-13 movies, we talked about this before, but PG-13 movies are allowed to say the F word one time and they shit three one? times. They'd never said fuck. They
1: said shit way more They should.
0: Yeah. They said shit so many times. It was and the first funny. time we hear it. The first time we hear it is when they're first getting to the city. And he's like, This is crazy. I never would have thought that there were like, Holy shit, that guy's made of broccoli.
1: <laughs> I loved it. I loved like just him being down there. Yeah. The like him and Michelle Pfeiffer had no beef the whole movie. Like they didn't have a oh, yeah. thing. They just are together. And I love that about their, about like Hank and uh, Janet's relationship. Yeah. Right? They're I'm just really happy chaotic. to be
0: back it's together. And
1: yeah. Too good in them, see you. doing good on names over here but uh, I like their whole thing they didn't have any kind of conflict in their relationship at all every now and then it really is nice to have a relationship with no conflict and just see two people like just be happy together after all the like the whole second movie was about bringing her back the whole drama of like why he and Hope had like a fucked up relationship for so long like in in Ant-Man 1 they're like not friends right like no they're totally
0: estranged
1: yeah Yeah. and, and like it's all about Janet. The whole thing is about Janet, right? And the Ant Man situation. Like, it's just nice to have Janet back and have like this be the first Ant Man movie where like there's not drama that. Well, I guess actually this isn't true. I was going to say there's not drama that Janet is the root of, but she is the fucking root of this. She's the root of everything.
0: everything. Yeah.
1: Actually, this is another Ant Man movie where Janet is the root of all the drama, and it's just in a different in a different way. She doesn't have family drama with Hank, and I enjoy it. I like them together. I don't. I mean, I like what she has with Hope. I'm glad that somebody called her out because it's fucking weird that she didn't tell anybody about the quantum realm. So I'm like glad that that that's part of the plot because in my head I'm sitting here like, wait, the place you guys were all going together. Like what? Like, so that helped. Um, (laughs) And, and I like so I liked their side of things and I thought that their little side adventure was really funny. Even the Bill Murray quick cameo and then he gets eaten by a squid or whatever. Like we don't even know know what happens
0: to him. That's the thing. He just like gets beat up. And great. then they and fly away. Back
1: if we come back to the quantum realm, which we'll discuss, yeah,
0: exactly. So,
1: like that was great. Um, I enjoyed that whole side of it. But what I really love in an Ant Man movie, my other than other than Loki being in my Ant Man movie, which is the number one thing that I like, naturally. The second thing that I like is Scott and Cassie. These yeah. guys make me really happy i love scott lang's love for his daughter like there is really something about like a maybe this says something i'm glad we're deep enough into this episode that were my sister ever to listen she wouldn't get here um (laughs) but there's really something about like familial love and like parental love when it's like on screen that makes me be like Oh my god, I love this so much. Dude. Like and that's why like I'm like really obsessed with The Last of Us. Like, I think I might have daddy issues. I'm glad that my dad, do. my dad this far. And I was yeah. like, wait, hang on. because these, <laughs> these are some of my favorite stories are about like me and my dad get along okay. Like I'm like, oh maybe I have a problem. I don't know. I really like these stories about dads loving their kids and like being good dads and well and
0: that's like the root that's- of the whole thing was like we didn't Did get we that from therapy? yeah <laughs> like scott in the first one is like i just want to be like i'm out now i want to be like a better person for my daughter and i'm like yeah that's typical we get that whatever the second one isn't really about her it's about him like establishing a life and protecting the life that he has cassie's not really a part of it Except he's on house arrest.
1: He's always his motivation, though, right? It's like I can't. Yeah, fuck it's like why he so does I don't stuff want to see her. Like I have to, I have to do this for Cassie. Like yeah. everything that he tries to do, ultimately is for her. Right. I mean, exactly. Oh my god! One of the, I actually think the part where I cry the hardest. I really we're learning something about Lindsay. We today, are
0: learning a lot about you right now.
1: Yikes! The part that I cry the hardest at in uh, Endgame, I think, is when he reunites with Cassie when he's like looking for her name on the-
0: Oh yeah. In
1: Endgame. That is definitely, probably. I think that is where I cry the hardest in, in Endgame or Infinity War. Like that scene gets me every time. Um, to my own defense, this is also, to make myself seem less weird, uh, it's also what I really love about the Flash. I love these relationships on screen. These like, I yeah. love you so much and I am gonna save you. I really like that. Right?
0: I mean, that's the Flash's whole motivation. That's what of, starts the Flashpoint paradox, which is one of the greatest Flashpoint. That's actually what his movie is about.
1: Well, and it's like him and Iris's relationship in the in the CW show. Yeah, that's like that's why I like the Flash season three. Like, I like Barry be like watching him. I I like watching these like male leads be kind of scared. That's maybe what that like. <laughs> i oh, no, man i was like we're taking deep tonight. what
0: is happening right now i'm
1: actually not sure i'm kind of like actually shit. this is an interesting through line because this is what i like about the mandalorian and
0: oh hell yeah the last
1: of us and the flash and ant-man <laughs> anyway but i i do really like scott and cassie and i like scott's motivation to like save cassie and everything that he does is like to do right by cassie and like i really
0: i like that a lot yeah and i i think we get to see that a lot at the end when he goes big and he's like hey we had a deal and all yeah. that stuff and like now he has no idea where cassie is and she's like running around like beating the shit out of people too and i think the best the best part about their relationship is it isn't like he wants to keep her away from danger he accepts that she's going to be around i think that's why he and hope are do so well and he doesn't worry about them or like her he's he's not just like where the fuck is my girlfriend like is she okay like whatever he's like dude she can fuck shit up on her own like i don't have to worry about
1: i love their relationship that they don't worry i mean they worry about each other and that they rescue each other yeah they're not like she can't handle it like that's yeah he's yeah. totally confident and they're confident in each other they're a great team
0: like, exactly like
1: Moment in endgame they don't need to have a whole big thing they look at each other and they're like game on let's fucking go yeah and like go handle it <laughs> well and like- so
0: like that's what was good about this one is like when they're making the prison break or whatever he's not just like stay here like don't leave your cell or whatever he's like you got to use your momentum like keep moving up. He's actually showing her how to like defend herself. He's not just like you're a frail fragile little thing like don't. And I think yeah. that's I really like that about him. Was he accepted that like okay, she's like this, she's driven, she's going to do her own thing. And that was that was pretty rad. I really well, did like it. Well, he struggles
1: that. with it too. Like it first of all really like the way this movie opens right? Like when they start, like with Cassie's been arrested and yeah, she's been like arrested a reading for his book. and she's been arrested
0: I want to read that protest. book so bad.
1: I think you're going to be able to, I think it's going to be, I think I heard that it's being published. Like that Easy. Paul Rudd is going to do the audio so book. I swear to God, I heard I'm that.
0: It so excited. Oh my but God.
1: I would buy that. I would spend so, infinite money on that. Dude,
0: Hank's like, comment gosh. when he's like, you got to look out for the little, or there's, it's never too late to start growing. And, Paul's or uh, Ant-Man's just like, you read my book? Every goddamn word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude. His book was so funny. And I I love the framing device of him like reading from the book and narrating in the beginning and the ending. And like it's hilarious. And it makes sense that Ant-Man is like so kind of of guy for saving the world. Like, cause he is absolutely B team, right? Yeah. And Ant-Man is absolutely the reason that. Endgame happens. Like, that's the point of endgame is like Ant Man stuff, like stuff from the Ant Man franchise. Like, it is so critical to the Infinity Saga. It's stupid. Like, it actually is stupid. When you actually think about it, it's like, Marvel, are you fucking kidding me? everybody gets like so worked up about captain america all this shit ant man comes in and saves the fucking multiverse like what so that's hilarious and it makes sense that ant man would be super full of himself about this i love that the the creators at marvel are able to like see these big picture ideas of like wait that's fucking crazy like i know what we did just made sense but really and and of course scott is like super into himself and listening to the book on tape in his car and he's like the number one guy even though he's b team and like it's hilarious. And 10, I love change it. Change it.
0: Oh, turn it up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yeah, they have such a, I really like that scene in the beginning. And it's like, I would have, one of my only kind of places where I feel like the movie wasn't like bad, but could have been better, is I wish they'd gone deeper with her disappointment with him. Because that's the thing, like they pick her up from jail and he's like, what the fuck? Like, how do you have an Ant-Man suit? Like, I don't know about any of this. Like, what's yeah. going on? And she's like, you haven't been doing any superhero stuff. You're just like reading this book and like being a shill and not. (laughs) You kind of
0: get like the surface disappointment where she's like, what have you done since then? And I get it because the intro for Hope is that she's literally solving world hunger. Yeah. And like like helping with housing. Yeah. But he's out here like, I wrote a book. <laughs> I'm like i get why she's disappointed but yeah i'm with you like it didn't really it didn't really go any further than chidi being like she's disappointed in you and he's like yeah no i i picked that up thanks i
1: got that well it, and it plays out i think through um like cassie does try to save the rebel alliance and like the people in the, yeah. in the quantum realm and her doing so and like having and because scott is like no we need to go home and she's like or well, we could stay here and like help like you're yeah. a fucking superhero should we like, do something about this um and he's like no like he doesn't want to help them at first he's just trying to get out and then it becomes clear that like they're gonna need them all yeah. of them and the ants to actually beat king in the end and cassie's the one who brings them together and so it's like all the beats are there where it's like she's disappointed in him for not being a better hero. And then she gets the opportunity and she has this like character, like whole sort of plot line where she's like on her own. And she gets to be the hero and do all of the things that she wanted him to do. And she's like yeah. successful. And then he comes back and they have the moment like when they're both huge and they hug. And it's like so
0: It's like nice. I'm hugging Godzilla.
1: Yeah. And like you said, like she teaches, he teaches her how to kind of, tr- how to punch and she tries to figure that out. And like she gets to fight the bad guy who caused her all that childhood trauma. Like she mm. act like in Modoc, right? Like yeah. she talks about that. She's like, my life hasn't been normal since a guy a giant- dressed
0: like a bee broke into my bedroom.
1: Yeah. When I was six. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I just, um, I think that she's awesome. And I like, uh, I think she has a good little arc. I just think like there could have been a little bit, it just didn't quite like when you say it like that, it sounds like they did a great job with the plot, but it this is why it has kind of low reviews. Cause it, for as much as it is technically there, it's kind of meh. It and- feels
0: like you, someone made the walkthrough to build a Lego duck and you use different pieces like, yeah, dude, you made the duck, but it's not the duck you were supposed to make kind of thing. Like, all the pieces to make a great movie were there, but you kind of went about it in a weird, almost fulfilled roundabout way.
1: It's just sort of, like, didn't hit where, like, get yeah. it wasn't enough. It wasn't explicit enough. Well, I mean, and that we was another
0: part play. of, like, editing is, like, it's pacing. To like tw- Like, ten more minutes of this movie could have been... Devoted to showing Cassie, like, you never want to help. Like, why do you want to leave so bad? Like, look around. But they, instead, they were just like, or she was just like, you're an Avenger. And he's like, no, we have to go. And she's like, she's disappointed in you. And it's like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, they never really have much of a conflict where they, like, they argue a little bit in the beginning and they argue a little bit at the start of the. Adventure. the adventure yeah like it when they're first meeting the rebels and stuff she's like but we could do something but like the minute that it's like conflict is gone as soon as it's like okay this was life and death like holy shit yeah. like we're not fighting anymore and that's exactly how it should be but i didn't feel like they had like they didn't have a big sort of yeah they didn't have like a crescendo like we are fucking fighting like yeah there wasn't there was some discomfort but it wasn't i think they could have gone further with that Well, and, like,
0: it kind of gets undone after they get captured by Kang, and then they meet MODOK, or, like, they get captured by MODOK, and then MODOK shows up, and then, like, right before they got attacked, they were, like, arguing about being, like, taking action or not taking action, and then he's just, like, joking with her and stuff. He's like, oh, it's an acronym, MODOK. MODOK is an acronym, and it's like, dude...
1: I thought that was funny and in character. I enjoyed that. Like that's totally Scott. I just like, I just think they could have gone deeper into the themes, which were like
0: father daughter. It's
1: like no, but like, what does it mean to be a hero? And, like, why he doesn't want her to be messing around with the Pim tech and, like, doing this stuff and, like, why it's not a joke and, like, what he is afraid of. Like, we don't really tap into Scott's fear for Cassie. He just sort of says, don't do it. And it's like, but why? Like, what are you afraid of? And, like, he doesn't get to have enough in terms of, like, his acceptance of her as a hero and, like, her understanding why he's concerned. Like, they don't reach this level of being, like, that doesn't really get resolved and it doesn't it's just sort of teased out and it's it's like you said like another 10 or 15 minutes like the movie was only like two hours and six like you could have made this thing like 225 and wasn't that about it that it was about two that? hours
0: four minutes yeah
1: yeah like you could have made this two and a half and had all of that stuff in there and I would have been totally fine like or cut out like do a sex ants like which was yeah. funny like you know or less rebel stuff where like I kind of didn't really care about that like their thing was what I cared about Scott and Cassie are why I go to an Ant-Man movie like I fucking love Scott and Cassie so I felt like we could have adjusted to have more of their conflict and resolution but I did really like their like reunion when they're both big and they're like running from other sides of the battle like finding each other that was awesome I really liked that and I like how she's like she like passes out right she's like i'm so hungry i love citrus and like citrus citrus, right like lime yeah oh and it's so sweet and he's all like i got you and i just like love that i'm like therapy with Lindsay. i just love (laughs) this this thing that's going on
0: my my big thing like i think at the end when you're talking about crescendo i think that they should have been trapped down there
1: I agree a billion percent. Yeah. That is where this movie could. You know how the trailers made it seem like this was gonna be like some intense shit? Like it looked like mm. somebody was gonna die in the trailers yeah. of this movie. Uh, which makes me question what Guardians now will be like, um, based oh, on what we think. We know, right? do oh,
0: like, we we know for a fact so Drax happen, right? has to either die. Or he has to die because we already know Dave Patista has already said this is his last Marvel movie
1: regardless of what happens shit is going down in guardians 3 so that's that's Mm -hmm. not the same but this trailer made it really look like like some shit was gonna go down more than it did and um i think that that would have done it if they had gotten stuck in the quantum realm this movie would have this would have been like holy like people would have been stoked on this movie if that had happened and i wish that that had happened like why didn't that happen why are we not in the them still in the quantum realm. And then if we're not going to be in the quantum realm, it was like, I was so scared. In the theater, Scott, I was deeply concerned that this movie was going to end with them stuck down there. They, like, tell each other they love each other, and they, like, were watching a rebel celebrate. I thought they were going to get stuck down there. And I was horrified, and I would have loved it even more than I did. That would
0: have been an amazing ending. Yeah.
1: Like, that would have been insane, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cassie would have been so (laughs) devastated and i would have cried yeah well and then they could have
0: worked to go get them but then i'm like thinking about it now and it's like nothing there really wasn't a reason for them to be trapped down there because they already had the tech to go get them
1: okay so great segue because the reason for them to get stuck down there in my mind would have been how this place is going to get used going forward with kang like Mm -hmm. how is it because the quantum realm has got to continue to matter as much as i said we might not see some of these characters again like i hope that this comes back and is part of once again i hope the ant-man universe is like what saves the day in the next big crossover i just
0: i don't think it will be and i don't think that conquer kang the conqueror will come back i think he is I don't think he's dead. I think he's trapped inside the probability storm.
1: Okay, but did you see the theory that this Kang the Conqueror does survive and somehow becomes Victor Timely that we see in the second post-credit with Loki so, and Mobius?
0: So, Have Victor Timely is a version of Kang.
1: No shit. But what if it's this? I mean, obviously he was King. Like I watched the fucking movie, but what if it's this one? He's oh, I'm King. so here he for that. Hide in the past. And yeah. he's Victor timely. Who I'm super here for that audience. Because we know that I don't know this from reading comments. Apparently the guy that we saw in the second post credit is a character called Victor timely, who is a variant of Kang. And I know this because I too have seen stuff on the internet. Uh, but what if that's a cool theory? I think that this might be him so that we actually do continue to get this version. Cause I think one of the other complaints is the, from the hardcore fans is that we might not, cause people really liked this. And I've heard a few people say like, I want a bad guy I can latch on to and not the council of Kings. And like, I want I liked this one and now he's gone.
0: Yeah. So, so the big thing with the MCU Kang is he is just trying to protect his version of the sacred timeline because he who remains is Kang trying to protect, protect the timeline that we've known until the Loki show.
1: Yeah. So like, is I guess that's one of my questions too. Like this Kang does talk about like, he holds up the single
0: timeline timeline.
1: Like we see in Loki, the instead of the big crazy Uh, tree
0: branch yeah yeah.
1: it's like the the sacred timeline and he says that like the other kings like he's the way to stop all of this these incursions which is an awesome like hey pay attention hey remember this remember like there was a lot of member in this where i was very excited like yeah draw this all together give me incursions and give me (laughs) the timeline like all this shit that i know from phase four and like make it all come together um but he talks about wanting that, right, and that like mm. by destroying him, he'll fuck that up. So, is this he who remains?
0: No, this is absolutely King the Conqueror. He who no, remains. No, no right, is but good. is
1: is he who remains King the Conqueror? Like, is no. this what happens to him? Because time is a circle. Like, this is the King that's trying oh, to enact. Oh, it could that? be.
0: It could be. The only reason I don't think it is is number one, the scars, and number two, I don't think King the Conqueror. Would become he who remains. One of my favorite things about Jonathan major's portrayal of Kang is every single time that someone gets in Kang's way, instead of like yelling or whatever, you can physically see him holding back so much fucking rage. And then when he finally lets it out, when he jumps from the tower, I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Okay, so this is how you show why everybody was afraid of him. Like, yeah, he had this army and he controlled the city or whatever, and that's fine. That's just dictator normal shit. What makes him truly terrifying is that he literally killed, like, waves of these rebels like they were nothing. And destroys, like, tons of shit. It was just like it was this really awesome payoff to show that he is a monster. He's not like a protector. He can't be he who remains.
1: I guess. So, so if he's not, he who remains, then why does he want the same thing as him? Or is that a coincidence?
0: He wants a timeline that he can control,
1: but that's the same thing as he who remains, right? Like creating the TVA. Like that's the same thing. So, yeah.
0: So it's basically him just being like a, Uh, the king of his own timeline he doesn't want other timelines to exist he doesn't want other kings to exist
1: same as he who remains right like that's all the same stuff so it's like interesting that they have the same deal basically that there's multiple kings who would like to consolidate into one thing right I guess they all kind of want that, right? Is that all of the Kang's goal to fight and have their universe be the one that wins? Or is not it to really. keep the multiverse? Like, it's not. There's only no, just he so who remains Council that wanted Kang's, it to be won. Yeah
0: they just want to build an empire across all timelines that's what Immortus is saying that's what rama tut is saying at the end the scene at the end yeah
1: like we so what they want is like for there to be a multiverse but for that multiverse to be run by the kangs run Council by of the kangs <laughs> okay Correct. which is so, the very that's like the rick and morty thing i mentioned the writer is yes, rick and, the and morty Council writer of Ricks and, but yeah. of course the Council of Ricks rips on the Council of Kings from yes, the it comics, right? It's, it actually goes the other way around. Yes. But yes, this is a writer who is aware of that concept.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think that's what is like so cool about, because he who remains warns Loki and Sylvie, if I'm gone, far worse is coming for you. And he knows that it's not the council. It's this king. Because this king doesn't want that. He doesn't want He Who Remains timeline. He wants only this timeline, and we know that even further. Like, there's tons of evidence throughout it, but the biggest evidence is he has killed so many Avengers. He knows about all of them. He knows like, and it's so much that they all blur together, and he forgets about them. They are. I so love that line. to him. Yeah, are you? I laughed so
1: hand? hard. It's like now we get con- our physiques are really, physique really similar same, body types. Same. Yeah, I,
0: mean, I can see it. <laughs> that would have been so funny, funny if they had, like, jumped to Cassie and she's, like, rolling her eyes. like.
1: But so it sounds like the whole thing is a little bit confused, though, of, like, it sounds like this Kang wants the same thing as He Who Remains, but that they're he not the same person. does for different
0: reasons, though. Like, sure. He Who Remains is like, I have to protect this timeline from all of me he's Hang like the conquerors like fuck you guys no one gets to have a timeline but me
1: yeah but it's interesting isn't it that it's kind of similar and it makes sense it in is, the multiversal yeah. way of like that they don't have to be the same guy to have the same like to there's probably the a bunch of kings that want something different than what the council of kings wants like there's infinite yeah. kings so like
0: although it doesn't though because think about it like this he's the only one that got exiled and we know that because Immortus calls him the Exiled One. It's true. So, it's so not why like they're like the other? Why,
1: exiles. why shouldn't he be he who remains? Then, like some past version of that who's seeking that he goal, and that he's not dead and he'll come back. Because that's what I think. I'm like, I yeah. think if they're that similar, I don't see why it wouldn't be sort of a past version of him. Because of course he lives at the end of time, like it's a yeah. physical place. Like he could show up wherever, and you could tell me that that's that king or will be. Because I am still one billion percent convinced. That Secret Wars or whatever closes that saga, you know, maybe there's a, an Mm Ant-Man movie at the end to close things off, but like whatever it is that ends the saga, I'm absolutely convinced that it, maybe it's Loki season four or something like that. And it ends back at he who remains thing, making a different decision with Sylvie and Loki. I am 1 million percent convinced. I, all yeah, day. Dude, I'd be
0: super down. For that's
1: that. how this ends. Is it? Yeah. Cause that's what he said. It was going to all, we'll be back here. If you kill me now, I'll just see you again. That's what he says in Loki. Mm-hmm. So I see no fucking reason that this all doesn't end with the ending of Loki season one, but they make a different decision. There is no multiverse and the MCU can just go do some different crazy shit, whatever so they want to now,
0: do. Now you're changing your narrative from this being about Ant-Man to this being all about Loki. So this because coming back around to be the for choice me. of Loki. I know, I know.
1: It's bold, but I think it makes sense that Loki would be. That's cool. If that thing, if that whole thing yeah. in Loki in the end of season one of Loki, turns out to be the linchpin of all of this, like that's awesome. I would Where love Sylvie it if it ends kill there. Him? Yeah. yeah, and Sylvie doesn't kill him because, and we and we get to see the multiversal war that Kang talks about because that's what he talks about in Loki is there's going to be one and it's already mm-hmm. happened. It's very wheel of time, right? It's like, it yeah. has happened and it hasn't happened. It's both in front and behind us from where they are at the, the end of time, right. Where the end of the end of season yeah. one of Loki takes place at the Citadel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's the whole thing is that like, cool. If you kill me now, then everything that I have already done starts again. And you will unleash all these gazillions of me with the, um, <clears throat> What are they called? Uh, I don't know when the new timelines branch. The branches and the variants. Oh, the branches, incursions. right? No, non incursions, just where the timeline branches. Uh, oh, there's divergent? The, no, there's a word for it. Uh, th- the moment where they get, oh my God, I'm like such an asshole. And she's Anomaly? like, No. Uh, nexus event.
0: Nexus event, yeah.
1: The nexus events that create the new timelines in Loki, right? And he's like, If you keep going from here. Then the nexus events will all happen, the TVA won't control it and the timeline's going to branch off and the multiverse will come into being and then we're going to go through this whole saga that I just described to you wherein there's a giant multiversal war which is what's going to happen in Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars and at the end of it he who who mu- he who remains comes back around and consolidates it into the one timeline that we see in Loki and that Loki, that Sylvie destroys, right? And so I figure we'll see that play out, right? What Kang talked about is now what Mm -hmm. is going to happen in phases five and six, and it's going to end right back in that same place with a different decision. It'll be like these these three phases, basically, like never happened.
0: Yeah, I'm actually super on board with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm super on board with that.
1: That's what's about to, it's all a dream. That's what's about to go down. And you know what else it will allow for? At the end of phase fucking six. Uh, is if they want to. Just say cool. Well like.
0: That's Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Fun. No like Benedict Cumberbatch isn't Doctor Strange. But like this fucking asshole is. Like we're going to keep oh, telling right, these stories. We but We're going to recast the fuck out of yeah. it. Yeah change it all up. Like whatever continuity they decide is their continuity. That can be what the sacred timeline is. They can mm-hmm. find a way to men- shift and angle that. And if that means that. You know like. Whatever they want. Whatever they want that to mean. Whoever's in, whoever's out. Hemsworth can get out because he's going to get out. Um, You know, like whatever.
0: Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that because we can keep changing things and making things different and bringing different people in. I think it's important to mention. In the comics, Kang is a descendant of Reed Richards. His name right. his real name is Nathaniel Richards.
1: Right, right, right. He's like the most powerful shit that ever was, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: And we know we're getting Fantastic Four.
0: Exactly. But here's the thing that I noticed while I was watching this: a lot of the tech that Kang uses is dramatically similar to the brief moments of tech that we see. Jim from the office use in. <laughs> I Multiverse heard that. Yeah. 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 That he's yeah. using
1: the same stuff as Mr. Fantastic. And
0: yeah. Like the door, the portal that he uses to teleport looks just like the TVA portals.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a, that's, and you know, they're in pre-production for that movie. Like yeah, they, they could easily be thinking about that. God, we are way off topic, but this is the no, stuff that is I was excited about. Well, <laughs> but the topic was supposed to be Kang and how great, he, uh, is he is great and in I this want movie. You guys to
0: know. His I,
1: performance is unreal.
0: Oh God damn it, dude. He's he's I oh.
1: He's very talented. Like, it is rare is really that I good. go into
0: a Marvel movie where I hate the villain. Or like I don't like some aspect of the movie, but it is even rarer that I go into a Marvel movie where I am so infatuated with the villain that I'm like I need him not to be dead. And that's why it's such a struggle for me to be like, is Kang the Conqueror dead? I don't want to see another Kang. I want to see Kang the Conqueror fuck shit up and take control of the Council of Kangs and force all of the Kangs that were subservient to it to fight them. Because now he's pissed. Because what's going to happen, and I'm this is my like fear, this is just going to turn into Age of Ultron. Nah, no shot. It's Okay, but hear me out. They're fighting a whole bunch of Kangs. All Age of Ultron was, was Ultron creating a whole bunch of versions of himself to rule the world. But in this case, it's just they're ruling the multiverse. And I don't want it to end up being like, it's like all the Avengers charging at a bunch of different Kangs fighting. I don't know. I just like... (sighs) it's going to be interesting to see how they do this and like how they go about it because I don't know. I'm just like, I'm excited and I loved Kang the Conqueror. And one of the best villain lines I've ever heard in my life was from this movie. When Janet is like, you're insane. You're literally going to kill trillions of people. And Kang is just like, "Mm, I wish that mattered.
1: And I'm like, this dude is so cold blooded. Jonathan Majors is so fucking talented, dude. Dude, Like, he's, he's I'm stoked to see him play all these different versions. And as far as your concerns for Ultron and all that go, I trust the team at Mar. I just do. I just, I trust them to do this right. Like, I, they are bringing in their. Like really major villain that they've telegraphed as a major villain. Like his name is the next Avengers movie, and yeah. they've announced that two full fate, two and a half phases ahead of time from when they announced <laughs> yeah. in fucking Comic Con last last August, right? Yeah. So there is no way that this is going to play like that. Like Ultron was like, I can't even believe in retrospect, and I'm sure after Secret Wars we'll say this doubly <laughs> that that's yeah. even an Avengers movie. Like the level of shit that we deal with in the major crossovers since then. Even Civil War was better and bigger than Ultron. Even though Ultron was a lot of fun. It was just sort of like, we're just sort of here together. Like, how does this have an Avengers title on it? The fuck is going on? Like, there's no shot, dude. They had him telegraphed. Like, I'm convinced that'll be the last scene of Phase 6. And they put it in ahead of... Like, they are doing this the right way. This will not be like that. And that's why I think... That this guy is potentially he who remains, and also potentially uh, like that. Kang, no, that Kang the Conqueror from this movie, this version Mm -hmm. of Kang, is alive, and that he is potentially both he who remains and Victor Timely, that we see in the second postcard.
0: Oh, yeah. I could
1: believe that it's like they're trying to find him, where Loki, I could believe a Loki and, uh, Mobius, Mobius story where they're like, hey, we need to go find like this version of Kang who's gonna be a good guy. Like, I want to undo what Sylvie did. I want to help
0: yeah. make
1: this one multiverse because that like that one timeline had it like that was tight. Like, let's not do they the multiverse. Right. Yeah. yeah, they I could absolutely see Loki having the like hubris to say I could help if it, if only he had my help, he could have done it much sooner and go try to find him and have this be him. <laughs> and have it. I could absolutely see it being this guy still alive, and then we like get to have him, but he'd be like a good guy. That would make the bad guy kind of the council. And then we have to see what comes out of those individual gangs. And like mm-hmm. we have a lot of time. Yeah, but we do. I, but I know that Jonathan Majors is gonna fucking slay it no matter what. I know in my bones that every Kang that we see, we're like, this is my Kang. This is like, this is how I want to have Kang. We're going to continue to feel that way because he's going to continue to blow us away with every iteration. Right? Like, I think when we see the next version of Kang, like, up close, we're not even going to give a fuck about this guy. Like, we're going to be in love with the next one. I'm telling you, I think he's going to do that well, that good of a job.
0: We kind of just covered, like, everything else that was in the notes. (laughs) For the remainder of this, like.
1: I know. Well, pretty much. What we didn't. What we didn't talk about though is the flashback scene, right? If, with him and Janet. I wanted like a whole like yeah. I could do like a 3 episode Disney Plus special on them together or just like Kang's backstory. This Kang's backstory.
0: Yeah, I would love to see like a 3 episode mini series on like how he built his empire. Mhm. Because all he has when she leaves is his suit.
1: And like why he got banished. Yeah. Because the council like, of games is, is like rip shit that they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, and then why? we even
0: get the comment from Rama Tut and Iron Lad where he's like, it must burn you up that someone else killed him instead of you.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. They're rip shit. Yeah. They're, like, why? I want to, and I'm sure we'll find out. There's no way that that's where they leave it. Like, they will absolutely mm-hmm. tell us why, and I can't wait. That's why I don't think he's dead. There's, two, there's like open threads uh, about cool. this guy. Like, there's no shot. This guy's still alive. Yeah. I really liked his fight with Scott at the end.
0: Yeah, that was cool. He also, like... <laughs> this is just me being like, I know what movies are coming next for Jonathan Majors or, like, are on their way or whatever. Like, half of his fight was just boxing because he's the villain in the totally. movie. Totally, yeah, in the
1: Creed movie. Well, I think yeah. it was, like, so raw and real. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I really liked all of the King and the early King. Like, can you imagine if we got... This much Thanos, like at the start of the Dark World, which is kind oh of the my same God, that, yeah. lineup. Well, actually, would it would be an amazing. entire more phase been, ahead. But
0: yeah, we would have gotten a lot of Thanos in like Iron Man three to kind of compare with this.
1: Actually, it's I think it that, would be the Dark World, like with the first movie of Phase two, two phases ahead of Infinity War, the end. Of, like right, like no, all of Phase two, all of Phase three. two
0: was Iron Man three because it deals directly with the aftermath of uh, Avengers. Remember, because Tony's still having panic attacks about going up into the portal.
1: I guess that is true.
0: Now I got to look this up. Yeah, I'm
1: like, Um, I would have sworn the Dark World opened up Phase 3, or Phase 2.
0: Marvel phases in order. Uh, Let's see. So, yes, I was not. I was correct. Okay, so Phase 1 is Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Marvel's Avengers phase two is iron man three dark world winter soldier guardians age of ultron ant-man yeah because ant-man i remember yeah because the first ant-man makes a joke about how the avengers can't help them they were too busy dropping cities on people yeah because that had just happened in ultron
1: ant-man was like the palate cleanser of phase two and three because it comes out between infinity war and and that's what i mean where i say this is like it's graduating movie and it's kind of like it's third one where it's a little different like it is coming at the end of the phase, just like or the end or beginning, right? That right in the middle part of the phase, just like all the Ant-Man movies do, but it's definitely not just a cute little palate cleanser. Like this is setting shit up. This isn't just like, Hey, hey," and here we are. Like everybody take a breather. Like that's not what this movie was. So that's what I mean when it had its, its little graduation. And I think that jarred people, but, um, but anyway, um, I can't wait to see Kangs all over the place. I guess is my it's last thing. Yeah, even if they did kill him, right? Even if it, even if this one actually is dead, I can't wait to see them crop up like all over the place. Yeah, like well, and it, now like, they
0: can show up anywhere. They can just start showing up in other people's movies too.
1: Yeah, they can just be in whatever movie because now there's the multiverse, and now we like so it makes me appreciate Phase Four, right? Like we whine about it, but I appreciate Phase Four that we got to sort of for, for my wheel of time people um, phase four in retrospect now reminds me of crossroads, crossroads of twilight, which is a whole book where we just check in with everybody after a uh, spoilery event that I will not describe to you. That's like a big deal in the series. And it's like the turning point as you approach the end and the last battle in the wheel of time. And There's just a whole book where you have to touch base with everyone after this happens. An entire book of just like, yo, it takes place in like a less than a week. I think the whole book because it's just everybody being like, did you guys see that? Holy shit! Like just an entire (laughs) book of the fallout of this event, uh, which is super cool, and I love the Wheel of Time. But this like Phase Four reminds me of that. Like we needed a whole phase just to kind of regroup. and introduce a bunch of new people and just be like, all right, this is where we're at and set some stuff up with the multiverse. and with Loki. Right. And, and Mm Spider-Man and, and uh, Dr. Strange and set up the mutants a little bit. And we needed a whole phase to do it. And now phase five started and it's like, boom, let's fucking go. There's gonna be Kangs everywhere. Just like, let's roll, which is so cool. Right. Yeah. And I'm,
0: I'm here for it. Like how they've got everything kind of structured. I'm, Yeah, I'm pretty here for it.
1: Yeah, I feel a lot better in retrospect about phase four.
0: Yeah, I.
1: Now that we're moving forward, now that uh, that's what I like about Ant Man. I'm like, we definitively have a path forward. Like, I loved the ominous ending of this movie. Oh my God. It was. Scott's like, did I kill everybody? Did I. Are we fine? He said it wasn't going to be fine.
0: It was going to be worse than if I hadn't done anything. Yeah. Well, and like, here's the. Here's the other thing that's like insane that we have coming up. We don't have an Avengers movie in phase five.
1: No, or phase four. We're going two full phases with no Avengers. Yeah. Just business.
0: But to build up to this. Yeah, exactly. Just like all of the buildup that we but it
1: makes sense because there's kind of no Avengers right now. Everybody's a little bit like, what the fuck? Like out there. It's everyone that's what phase four was about, of everybody just trying to figure out like who they are after the snap. Like that's what that phase was. And in retrospect, I respect the hell out of it. Like we needed that. Everybody is kind of like, what am I doing? Like, what's good? Like, (laughs) who am I? Like, there's just, and who are all these new people? Like now nobody remembers me or like, you know, it's like people had like some shit to deal with in phase four. And now.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's, I'm, that's fine. Like I'm here for that, especially because phase five ends with, Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts.
1: Thunderbolts so, is going to be like the Avengers movie of Phase yeah. 5. The big crossover event or whatever, putting everyone together.
0: Yeah. And it's going to explain like where everybody is and why they're all doing this and that and the other thing. And I think that is going to be where we reassemble the Avengers.
1: Yeah, that makes like, sense. Holy
0: shit, dude. Do you guys. In to response.
1: Wouldn't it be fun if it's called Thunderbolts, but as more information comes out about it, it is that like – yeah, it's like about the Thunderbolts, but also the heroes reassemble and Thunderbolts, and that—that's yeah. what it's about. Like that would be, be cool, and everyone's just sort of figuring out what their new mission is right now, right? Which is why yeah. I wish that Scott and Hope had been stuck down there. I think that would have given us a yeah. real like, here's something that we really need to fucking deal with mm-hmm. as a as an Ant Man franchise, as an MCU, whatever. But like, I wish that they had been stuck down there, and also mentions as we always do th- these days to the young avengers build up that oh, yeah. i think is coming for phase seven or eight and they're building it now which is like
0: oh it'll be six it'll be six for sure you think we'll um, have young
1: avengers before we have secret wars
0: no secret wars comes right after the kang dynasty that's so what i mean that's the at the end of phase six about... that's phase no there's six. only four things in six right now
1: no but 3, kang Fantastic dynasty 4, Yeah, in phase six, the Kang Dynasty, and that's not at the end of phase five. That's at the end of phase six.
0: Right. No, I know. What I'm saying is, we don't know what else is going to fill phase six.
1: Right. But that's what I mean. Like, if we have, if that's going to cap off and end phase six, which I imagine it will, like the next big, like that's the end of the saga, is going to be Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars at the end of phase six. So, what I'm saying is, do you think that we're going to get Young Avengers before that? I, no, because that's going to be the end get it after that's why I say seven or eight. So I, so then we agree. Like that's why I said yeah. phase seven or eight is when we'll see young Avengers, but they'll all mm. fight. I just don't think like in, they'll all fight in secret wars, but I don't think that they will become a team until after secret wars. And yeah. I also heard a theory that at the end of secret wars, it was going to have to be all the heroes coming together like in the different variants of the heroes because of all the incursions and the massive battle that's going to happen. And the heroes are going to have to come together to decide which timeline is the timeline. And they are going to decide the sacred timeline with he who remains.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm here for that.
1: Wouldn't that be fucking that would be so sick. cool?
0: Hell yeah, dude. I, yeah. I'm behind that 100%. Yeah. All right. Let's I heard that. that
1: somewhere out in the interwebs. Uh, which I think would be pretty fucking cool. So anyway, I was like really excited for the direction that this movie has us going. Like I obviously I loved the post credit. We talked about that a bunch. Like Mm -hmm. I'm just like really all here for this. Like this is all very cool. Like Tom Hiddleston was on my screen.
0: Yeah. Oh, on the big screen since 2018.
1: Yeah, I was like really, really hot for that. And I love Tom Hiddleston. But the 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 last thing, and I have so many predictions, like this movie got me excited. I don't know what people are not happy about. I'm excited now to see, like based on that post credit and the fact that, and I don't know why this didn't dawn on me sooner, but like that, like Kang is the bad guy and Loki is chasing Kangs. Like that's the deal. That's what that show's about. It is getting multiple seasons There's no fucking shot that Loki's not in Kang Dynasty. So he has
0: to be like he literally has to be.
1: And it just hadn't really dawned on me until this movie that like Loki will be back in the main MCU because the show Loki takes place so much outside the timeline and at the TVA. And it's sort of like we can have him back and it doesn't count, is what it felt like. Right. But it's like, no, it, it absolutely counts. And he will be back in the movie that is about the thing that he started and that will end with him ending the saga being a fucking God. So that's so cool, right? Like, like, I'm so happy that Loki will like start and end this saga and just be so sexy the whole time. And I can't wait. I love it so much. And this means that we will see him likely reunite with Thor. And how fucking cool is that? Like, because I think that Hiddle's that uh, Hemsworth will come back for this last. He already said he will. Yeah, he's going to come back for the last, the end of this saga. So I don't see why we wouldn't see Thor and Loki reunite, and then it's going to be like this. Loki is like the Loki that should have been, you know, like Loki as he should have been, the best version of him, all like learned and better. And Thor would be so happy. And like, can you imagine seeing them together, like with Loki, like? being a really a really a good guy
0: yeah i mean we kind of see that in ragnarok
1: yeah but not the, really
0: but like not really like it would nice they still kind nice of betray each other and it's like, and
1: like i know you're not coming back like i know you're fucking douchebag yeah. and he's like yeah like i am a douchebag this I'm is a totally a different dick. loki that was great this Loki's like scene shit you know like he yeah. so I well, would like got to, to see, see them see together. his
0: life like he got to see how it ended yeah which was like huge god dude that show was so fucking
1: good I know and how cool would it be to have Loki like he was kind of one of the through line villains of the first saga right yeah. and it would be very much cool for the second saga to end with him and for Tom Hiddleston to be the most like recurring like i'm in all of the franchises like yeah. fuck you i rule the world yeah dude like i'm very
0: loki yeah. super
1: here for the yeah exactly i really anyway i also liked the ant-man movie that we saw um <laughs> despite my inability to talk about <laughs>
0: really it like talk about anything else.
1: yeah i did like that line from Modok, though, that I'm not a dick. Like they played it a little hard, but my it was. My name is Darren, and I'm not a, dick. <laughs> not a dick. i Really liked that Cassie like saved the day. Yeah, I well, I liked I... Cassie. I like Cassie as a, as my upcoming young Avenger. I'm here for that. They all have one now.
0: They do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do we need to do a I don't run know, now? man Just
0: don't be a dick. It's too I... late for me. <laughs>
1: That was so funny.
0: I always thought of you as a brother. Re- <laughs> really? A
1: lot I mean, yeah, today. Told,
0: yeah. Right here. <laughs> and I died in Avenger. Yep. You're in, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How does Darren know like anything about them other than like nothing? Like other well, than what, like the first movie. The first had Avengers to have told movie. Him. Yeah, no, but I mean like he's been in the mult in the in the the little place,
0: so the like quantum King, realm, wow, this the whole quantum time realm.
1: he's been down there like this whole time. so how would he know about anything that happened after the first probably told movie? Him.
0: He was probably what, like, like
1: since they've been down there like right now or like, well, recently? he also
0: says he's the ultimate weapon, so he is part cyborg too like he probably has like access to stuff,
1: surely, if Modoc can access what's happening up on the large version of six one six, Kang would not still be stuck down there. If he had the ability to no, know, what the no, I'm just saying, like or. Kang
0: probably showed him like history <laughs> or like told him about what's going on. But yeah, actually, now that I'm thinking about that, there's no reason he should have known that Scott. Oh, was
1: Kang told. Do you say Kang told him or Hank told him?
0: No, Kang probably. I thought told you were
1: him. saying Hank. I was like, no, when? What, <laughs> what are you talking about? He have even had
0: that conversation. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: like, what do you mean? <laughs> like that's no. Okay, uh, Kang told him. Kang doesn't know anything about anything. Kang is. In the, he's like, Are you, which you're an Avenger? Are you the one with the hair? Like, he's like, he doesn't know what's going on. I really liked this movie. It got me hyped and I enjoyed it. I gave it an 8.5. Like, it didn't change my life, but I had a really, really, really good time in the theater. And when I got out of the theater, I was ready to give it a 10. Like, I had to cool down a little. Like, I had such a good time. I really liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought that it built up the MCU. It got me super stoked about the MCU again. I, there's, it could have done a little better on the Scott Cassie stuff, but there were still really great moments, and it was funny. And I don't know what everybody's beef is. I thought this was a great kickoff <laughs> yeah. to Phase Five. Like, let's fucking go!
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. I um, I actually started the opposite way. I started giving it a seven out of ten because pacing was just off, and we didn't spend enough time on stuff. But as I'm thinking about it, and we've been talking about the implications. You know, because of the implication. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to hurt these Avengers? No. <laughs> um, I, I have to give it, like, an 8 out of 10. I can't give it that 0.5 because the pacing is just weird. And it if it's noticeable enough for me to, like, be taken out of the scene, I can't. I It's just something I can't, like, unsee like them just being like drink the goo and then Cassie just being like dad drink the goo and I'm like where the fuck did she come from now
1: what just happened and why didn't I see you get separated that would have yeah. been so heart-wrenching like why, why what's going on yeah, yeah. 100% and the
0: the point out of the retcon is is really kind of jarring to me and like why that,
1: that had me out of it the, almost the whole movie like that yeah. was my I was like are you kidding me like I don't know, go on, I just, yeah. No, that was, that's just, I
0: was just like, well, now that I'm thinking about this, yeah, that really doesn't make sense that this wouldn't be, like, either keep it from them, because she didn't want, she just wanted to have time with her family, I get that, that's fine, but then why was she letting them go back down there?
1: Yeah, that's, the secret wasn't the problem, Yeah. the the fact that the time dilation didn't, wasn't consistent wasn't the problem, like, I don't need it to be. But yeah, yeah, the fact that she just was fine with it and then all of a sudden it was the worst. I was like, that's... And it's not... If if it was a more minor post-credit scene, I would have written it off, but it really wasn't. Like, that was the whole fucking setup for Endgame.
0: endgame. Yeah, Yeah,
1: like, how do you fuck with that (laughs) continuity? Like, what could... That is a unforced error if I have ever seen one. Like, why... There could have been any number of ways to set up that this was in the multiverse and that she... I don't know how you set it up that she knew about it unless it was like... They could have done something specific like, oh, no, he only can track gamma rays or something. I can't believe that Bruce helped you build this. Like, aren't we so fucked? Like, there could have been like, (laughs) there could have been a throwaway line of like, I made sure that when we teleported down here, it was like, I made sure I tweaked the equipment. Like, he couldn't, he wasn't going to know it was us. Like, what the fuck did Cassie build you, rookie? I would have bought that all day. I wouldn't be complaining.
0: Yeah, it only, it literally would have taken one sentence. I haven't thought
1: about an alternative until this moment, and I just came up with three. Like, what are they doing?
0: It. Yeah. Because they could have, they literally could have had that conversation. He's like, dude, we've been down in the quantum realm before. And she's like, with my tech. That's all we needed. That's yeah. all we needed. Yeah. Because Actually, right. Going, oh.
1: That line would have done it.
0: Yeah. Three words.
1: They could have fixed this for us and they didn't. And it has the whole fandom just like yeah. scratching their heads. Just like, <laughs> what, what the fuck happened? I feel you. Um, uh, What did you give Jonathan Majors? 9.9
0: out of 10. Yeah, I can't I give him a, a. 9.5. I, can't give him a 10 just because it's too up in the air with what's going on with him. I will I will happily come back and edit in a 10 out of 10 if it comes back and he is, he who remains. I will yeah. come back in here and edit this episode like years from now. Even I if the show is gone, is. I will come back in here and I will <laughs> update it. But I loved him every single second that he was on screen. I was like, please just keep talking. Please just keep saying shit. Be doing more cool shit. Like, his whole, like, I can kill your daughter right now or you can listen to me kind of thing. And then it's like, oh, okay, he's, like, powerful because he has, like, this empire or whatever. And then he jumps down and he's like, I'm actually going to ruin your guys' lives now. (laughs) and just vaporizes legions of people was so awesome
1: yeah that was like he was a scary dude and that's what loki says right in the second post credit Mm -hmm. because mobius is like i thought this guy was wicked scary and loki's like he is and the way tom hiddleston delivered that yeah i was just hard as a rock i just it's like (laughs) it's unbelievable dude i just like I cannot fucking wait for Loki season two. Like, please come out tomorrow. Like, (laughs) it's so good. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, I thought it was great. I really liked this movie. I don't know what people, I mean, I could understand being like, this wasn't my favorite thing, but like, how has this got like a, but like a really bad rating, like in the forties, like what the fuck, man? I could understand being like, this is a C movie for me. This is, you know, but like, come on. Like, I feel the same way about the Eternals ratings i think that's some bullshit eternals was great i love the eternals anyway yeah. the mcu is exciting again i'm very stoked about it uh this was cool
0: this was
1: and cool. um i love loki <laughs> it's the best part of the multiverse i don't know scott take us out of here i don't have anything else to say this I was a good movie everybody this should calm down movie. i like it go
0: see it guys come on
1: I hope you already saw it. Please put a spoiler warning at the front of this episode.
0: Yeah, we always have spoiler warnings. You guys should know that by now. Do we? Well, everyone should know. I put it in the description every time.
1: Okay, it should be said somewhere. I don't know. Is it? I'm like, I don't. Yeah. I hope. I don't so. think I say it. You're in ever. charge of that. We should say it. This is a hey guys, spoiler. There's a spoiler episode. warning for
0: this, <laughs> this movie, by the way. This
1: is full on spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Move it back to the beginning. All right, take us out of here
0: uh as always thank you all so much for joining us tonight and we do hope that you enjoyed yourselves maybe even learned something like Lindsay learned a lot about her dad i guess
1: um, so yeah
0: join us next week for clueless
1: yes
0: uh be sure to subscribe paul rudd,
1: another paul rudd movie uh, another
0: paul rudd dude we're getting back to back rudd yeah um yeah be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts as well as follow us on all of our social media you can find the links for our sites and social media in the episode descriptions where i also talk about how this is a spoiler. Uh, If you'd like to support the (laughs) podcast, we encourage you to follow us on Patreon, where you can catch our special quiz show, Rewind the Timeline. Make sure to check out our website for all the timeline goodies, including our newest feature, Request the Timeline. We do have a third Request the Timeline coming up here pretty soon, too. Uh, Let us know what you guys want to see, and we'll make it happen. But honestly, guys,
1: until next time,
0: stay nerdy.